The Health and Social Care Bill sets out the coalition government's reforms to the NHS and includes some changes to public health as well. I think the most trailed feature of the bill is the devolution of budgets to GP consortia. So we've heard a lot about the abolition as well of primary care trusts and strategic health authorities. But the bill, in fact, many of the clauses and many of the pages relate to the new powers that Monitor will have as an economic regulator and how it will set prices, manage competition within the health service and also how it will work with the NHS commissioning board and indeed with the Care Quality Commission to, in effect, run the NHS in future. The white paper set out many of the proposals. There was then a consultation which we responded to and the government before Christmas published a command paper in which it responded and there were already a few changes that were signalled there. In particular, there was some view at the beginning that GPs could form into consortia but not necessarily with a local presence but it's much clearer now that they will have responsibilities not only for the patients on their list but also for unregistered patients in their local area. I think it's also strengthened the responsibilities of the local authorities not only doing a joint strategic needs assessment but also setting out a strategic commissioning plan which the GP consortia will have to I think pay attention to, it's not clear at this point what the consequences will be if GP consortia don't pay attention to it. And the other, of course, is that in advance of the bill, the government have already begun to work with pathfinders, so early implementers as well of health and wellbeing boards, so that we can start to learn how these organisations need to be developing ahead of their new responsibilities. I think the other area in the bill that is important is relating to hospitals and the way that if hospitals in the future get into financial difficulties this will be dealt with. I think there will be a much clearer process for organisations in effect to become insolvent and obviously with the NHS facing one of its toughest financial periods it's clear that there are going to be organisations that will not be able to run the range of services that they currently run and in some extreme cases there will need to be hospital closures. And in future, those decisions, in effect, will be left more to the market, to decisions by the regulator together with local GP consortia. And the big question, I think, is whether those GP consortia and indeed the politicians have got the appetite to let hospitals fail and indeed close. The reforms to the NHS proposed in this bill are radical, but I think it's difficult to predict what it will mean in the longer term when these reforms are implemented. I think there is likely to be more variation between areas. GP consortia may choose to make different decisions, as primary care trusts can now. I think there is opportunity for there to be more integration. In some areas, GP commissioning consortia will work closely with clinical colleagues in secondary care. They'll also look to work with social services and local authorities. But in other areas, it may be that GPs uh, take a different approach and that there is more competition and potentially more fragmentation. And I think that's a real risk of these reforms. And the government needs to be clear both about its intent and its vision for what it wants for the NHS and ensure that the organisations to whom it's delegating power to monitor the NHS commissioning board are also clear as to where the NHS is going in future.